Welcome to the Hearers and Doers podcast. I'm Becky Kaiser, and I'll be the host for this show. Do you need a space where you can show up just as you are? This is your place. Dry shampoo, crying kids, messy house, and barking dogs are all welcome here. Do you need a cheerleader who sees all your amazing potential and unique ways God's called and created you? Done, I'm signing up as captain. I'm a certified life coach and Bible teacher with decades of experience who isn't afraid to tell you the truth you need to hear. Some weeks I'll be sharing practical and encouraging and sometimes correcting shows, and other weeks I'll be introducing you to new and old friends. You ready? Let's go, my friend. Well, before we begin this episode, I wanted to share something really exciting with you. I have always wanted to send my kids to Pine Cove overnight camp. And we did camp in the city one summer and absolutely loved it. And it has been a dream to send my girls. But here's the thing, like every overnight camp, camp can be very, very pricey. Well, I have teamed up with Pine Cove and I am giving everyone who is signing up a first-time camper $250 off your camp registration fee. All you have to do is go to pinecove.com, use promo code Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. Again, the promo code to get $250 off is Becky250. If you don't know what Pine Cove is, it is one of the best overnight. They also have day camps and family camps, but one of the best summer camps for kids. They have everything. They do Bible study and worship and all that, but they also have amazing water activities and ropes courses, horseback riding, trails, like anything you could possibly imagine this camp has it. It is my one, my biggest regret from college is not going and being a counselor at Pine Cove because I saw how much fun it was for all my friends who did it. So I always said when I was in college, one day I'm going to send my kids there. And thanks to Pine Cove and their generosity, we all get to go to Pine Cove this summer. So go to pinecove.com, check it out. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram. Again, that promo code for 250 off is Becky, B-E-C-K-Y, 250. All right, let's get started with today's episode. John chapter 7, verses 1 through 31. Later, Jesus was going about his business in Galilee. He didn't want to travel in Judea because the Jews there were looking for a chance to kill him. It was near the time of tabernacles, a feast observed annually by the Jews. His brother said, why don't you leave here and go up to the feast so your disciples can get a good look at the works you do? No one who intends, intends to be publicly known does everything behind the scenes. If you're serious about what you're doing, come out in the open and show the world. His brothers were pushing him like this because they didn't believe in him either. Jesus came back to them. Don't pressure me. This isn't my time. It's your time. It's always your time. You have nothing to lose. The world has nothing against you, but it's up in arms against me. It's against me because I expose the evil behind its pretensions. You go ahead, go up to the feast. Don't wait for me. I'm not ready. It's not the right time for me. He said this and stayed on in Galilee, but later after his family had gone up to the feast, he also went. But he kept out of the way, careful not to draw attention to himself. The Jews were already out looking for him, asking around, where is that man? There was a lot of contentious talk about him circulating through the crowds. Some were saying he's a good man and others, not so. He's selling snake oil. 
This kind of talk went on in guarded whispers because of the intimidating Jewish leaders. With the feast already half over, Jesus showed up in the temple teaching. The Jews were impressed, but puzzled. How does he know so much without being schooled? Jesus said, I didn't make this up. What I teach comes from the one who sent me. Anyone, anyone who wants to do his will can test this teaching and know whether it's from God. Sorry, my dog. And know whether it's from God or whether I'm making it up. A person making things up tries to make himself look good. But someone trying to honor the one who sent him sticks to the facts and doesn't tamper with reality. It was Moses, wasn't it, who gave you God's law? But none of you are living it. So why are you trying to kill me? The crowd said, you're crazy. Who's trying to kill you? You're demon possessed. Jesus said, I did one miraculous thing a few months ago, and you're still standing around getting upset. I'm so sorry. Okay, starting in verse 21. Jesus said, I did one miraculous thing a few months ago, and you're still standing around getting all upset, wondering what I'm supposed to, wondering what I'm up to. Moses prescribed circumcision. Originally, it came not from Moses, but from his ancestors. And so you circumcise a man dealing with one part of his body, even if it's the Sabbath. You do this in order to preserve one item in the law of Moses. So why are you upset with me? Because I saw a man's whole body well on the Sabbath? Don't be hypocritical. Use your head and your heart to discern what is right, to test what is authentically right. That's when some of the people of Jerusalem said, isn't this the one they were out to kill? And here he is out in the open saying whatever he pleases and no one is stopping him. Could it be that the rulers know that he is in fact the Messiah? And yet we know where this man came from. The Messiah is going to come out of nowhere. Nobody is going to know where he comes from. That provoked Jesus who was teaching in the temple to cry out, yes, you think you know me and where I'm from. But that's not where I'm from. I didn't set myself up in business. My true origin is in the one who sent me. And you don't know him at all. I come from him. That's how I know him. He sent me here. They were looking for a way to arrest him, but not a hand was laid on him because it wasn't yet God's time. Many from the crowd committed themselves in faith to him, saying, Will the Messiah... When he comes, provide better or more convincing evidence than this. This is John 7, 1 through 31. Okay, the thing that really stood out to me is we ask God, hears and doers. How can I be a hearer of your word, God? Not just a hearer of your word, but a doer also. One thing that really stood out to me here is going back to the beginning, his brothers were encouraging him to go to this feast. And he had to say to his brothers, don't pressure me. Verse six, don't pressure me. This isn't my time. It's your time. It's always your time. And that's interesting because if you remember when we first started the book of John, his very first miracle, he had the same interaction with his mom. Do you remember that? Where he said, it's not my time. Don't make me do this. It's not my time. And Jesus was very, even though everybody else wanted it to be his time to do things, Jesus knew. And then in verse 30 through 31 at the end, it says, they were looking for a way to arrest him, but had not, but not a hand was laid on him because it wasn't yet God's time. So it's interesting because this chapter opens talking about Jesus being very certain it wasn't his time and standing up against his own brothers. 
just as he had stood up against his own mother. Because he knew not only was it not his time, but it wasn't God's time. He was a part of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He knew it wasn't time. So as I question and ponder on this, and I think of, Lord, help me to not just be a hearer of your word, but a doer also, I would ask myself, are there things that I'm doing? Because either I think it's time or others think it's time for me. Are there things I'm doing or think I should be doing? just because others say it's time. When in fact, I know that the time has not yet come. So if I ponder that for a little bit, then I would also ask myself, what, what do I need to stop pursuing? What do I need to stop doing? Because it's not yet time. James 1.22 in the ESV says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Or the message translation says it even more bluntly. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. This podcast is called Hearers and Doers because that's the kind of people we are committing to becoming. Women are men who choose to not just hear what is true, but actually live it out in our day-to-day lives. I'd love to hear your big takeaways from today's episode. Would you share them? Post them on social media and be sure to tag me at Becky Kaiser. And if you love today's episode, don't forget to give it an awesome review because that helps others find the show too. And you can always text the link to friends so they don't miss it either. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day, my friend. Love you so.